This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. If you enjoy this episode, we'd love it if you could rate, review and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your Pool Agony Aunt. I'm here to tackle your emotional issues and dispense the tough love that your friends are too polite to give. On this week's Dear Viv, what to do when everything seems hopeless and you're worried your moaning is driving your partner away? Dear Viv, I'm emailing you because I find your voice and opinions supremely calming. I feel really awful right now and I hope by writing this down I might be able to get some space. I'm terrified for the future, my self-esteem is all over the place and I'm horrible. I'm 29, recently switched careers to a much nicer, happier one, moved in with my boyfriend, go to work, go to the gym, have a good salary, but I'm terrified and I feel crap about myself all the time. I feel very anxious about my abilities at work, about my appearance, about whether or not my friends like me, about whether my family are disappointed in me, about whether I might have some undiagnosed mental illness or learning difficulty. Most of all, I feel anxious that my boyfriend dislikes me and is about to make me move out, that he thinks I'm a terrible person, that he won't speak to me ever again, and no amount of him saying otherwise seems to make this fear go away. I used to paint and do creative projects. But now all I do is feel bad and discuss feeling bad. I often repeatedly fixate about horrible stories in the news. I feel like a crap 29-year-old failure. I stopped taking antidepressants about 10 months ago and I feel better than I did before I started taking them, but I wonder if it was the right choice. My boyfriend thinks it was, as while they kept me calm, they were helping me suppress difficult feelings around my self-image and self-esteem. I could almost deal with this, but it's all having a terrible effect on my relationship. My boyfriend wants to help me and he's amazing. He will talk to me for hours about why I feel sad, listen to me cry about things from my childhood that to outsiders sound commonplace but to me feel terrible. I do feel like I'm starting to get better, but I frustrate him. I know I have a responsibility to be nice to him and my failure to do this makes me feel terrible. Sometimes I will try to do nice things for him, make him dinner, buy him a beer, ask him polite questions, 
But this feels contrived and I'm still feeling my paranoid thoughts. My hostility shows through and I become frustrating again. We met in our early 20s and split up for a year or so. We got back together when we realised how much we missed each other and spent a lot of happy time together, even through a period of him battling serious illness. We've been extremely happy in the past and sometimes still really I think we are. This makes me think I must have been nice once and I've lost it. All this got worse after we moved in together. We've been living together for just over a year. I think because I'm so afraid of rejection, ending up alone, dying completely isolated as a twisted, horrible person, having disappointed everyone. How can I just be nice? I know I'm starting to destroy his happiness. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop right there. What an extraordinary letter. Thank you so much for writing in. But let me read back some parts of your letter so you can hear what this sounds like. I will die isolated as a twisted, horrible person. I must have been nice once and I've lost it. I feel awful. I feel crap. I am horrible. I am a terrible person. I could go on, but I don't want to because frankly, that is enough of that kind of talk about yourself. Reading all these things that you have to say about yourself, I have two thoughts. One, this is depression talking and not you. And two, you are confusing what you feel with who you are. And that is a symptom of depression. Everything about your letter screams depression. It's not about who you really are. It's about a person speaking from the depths of depression. And depression is separate to who you really are. So please stop right now in your tracks and get help for your depression. It's serious. I really don't think any of this is about how you can be nicer to your boyfriend, which is the problem you've written in with. I think it's about how you can be nicer to yourself. It's just not right that you should be so mean to yourself all the time. And the way that you're talking about yourself is so destructive, inaccurate and cruel. Let's start by picking out the good things in your life because they're there, buried deep in amongst all the descriptions of yourself as horrible, but they are there nonetheless. They shine out to me like beautiful gems of hope. I recently switched careers to a much nicer, happier one. I go to the gym. I have a good salary. My boyfriend is amazing. You talk about antidepressants in your letter, but you don't mention therapy anywhere. I think it would be incredibly helpful for you to find a compassionate witness for your pain. I will cite welldoing.org, as I often do here on Dear Biv, as that is the website where you can go to look for therapists and counsellors in your area, welldoing.org. It has tons of great practical advice. It's a brilliant resource. The one other thing that really screams out from your letter is that at the moment you're using your boyfriend as a therapist. I'm not criticising or judging you for that. It's something we all do from time to time. We use our friends or family or partners as therapists. It's normal. I've done it many times. But when we're in the grip of a serious long-term illness or a long-standing anxiety or recurrent paranoia, however mild, then these are really things that are better off discussed with a professional. Not only because that person has some distance and can help us to have some distance from all this, but also because that person is not involved in our lives and in our problems in the way that a friend or a partner is. Your boyfriend does sound wonderfully supportive and I salute him for that. 
But his opinion about your antidepressants, for example, is irrelevant. It's your opinion about them that matters and the opinion of your GP, who, by the way, is someone else. I think you should go and see again. It might be time to revise your attitude towards the antidepressants. Your GP might have some other ideas of what might help you or may even have some other medication that's better suited to you. So these are all practical steps that you could take and I really urge you to take them because thinking yourself out of this and attempting to reason your way out of this situation is, in my view, only making things worse. If you really want to do something for yourself while simultaneously seeking the support of others, preferably medically qualified others, then I think the best thing you can do for yourself is to use the excellent self-awareness that you've got to your advantage. You say you fixate about horrible stories in the news. Why are you letting yourself read the news? Why aren't you asking friends and family to help you stay away from your phone, the internet and television while you're going through this difficult time? You say you love painting and creative projects. Could you buy yourself some new paints and a beautiful new sketchbook and every time you're tempted to check on the news, fill a page with something, anything. It doesn't have to be good and you don't ever have to show it to anyone. You're just using it as a distraction technique. If it helps for you to think, I'm only doing this because Viv told me to, then think that. Anything to get you away from the things that have become habits that are not serving you well. You need to establish new habits that will serve you well. I know you're more than capable of this because you already go to the gym and you have a job you enjoy. You need to keep up those things, remind yourself of how much you enjoy them and start sneaking more positive habits into your life. Also, please stop worrying about your boyfriend. He's an adult and he can look after himself. You're just making yourself more frustrated, beating yourself up about why you can't be calmer and happier around him. He clearly loves you and he wants you to get better. You just need to break out of the ruts that you've got into and try some different solutions like the ones I've suggested. It can all be fixed. It just takes a little leap of faith and some self-discipline, like disciplining yourself into making the call to the therapist and having faith that they will be able to help you. And if they don't seem to be the right person, that you'll keep going until you find someone who can help you. I really believe in you and I hope that you will focus, as I have, on the positive aspects of your life and the great qualities that you have. Your self-awareness, your many capabilities, even in the face of anxiety and stress, the good habits you've already cultivated, your amazing boyfriend, your great job, so many other things. All you need is some help and support. You've done the right thing by coming for it here. Now keep up that habit and find it wherever you can. Good things are coming. I'll be thinking of you and I'm sending you lots of love. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign into thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.